future is now. And welcome to the SVK Crypto Podcast. 15 minutes of crypto failure. My name's Charles Story. I will be your host for the next 15 minutes. We're coming live from the city of London, Shoreditch. So let's get down to business. I think the best way to kick things off today is going through the levels. Bitcoin's currently trading at $6,049, down 4.5% in the last 24 hours. I think one of the positives of Bitcoin, though, at the minute is the fact that Bitcoin's dominance to market cap has been the highest it's been all year, currently at 54.4% of the current market cap, which is $191 billion. Ethereum's currently trading at $258. That's down 14.5% in the last 24 hours. One of the major catalysts for that was the fact that a lot of different ICOs who were holding Ethereum due to the fact they just recently had an ICO hadn't sold it for fiat. So we saw a lot of panic selling. Over 100,000 Ethereums have been sold in the last 30 days via recent ICO projects who have basically sold all their holdings in in a panic because they want to get some cash out. I mean, it's worse than that because you invest in an ICO project, let's say they need $20 million. And with that $20 million, the breakdown is that they're going to be spending $5 million for the next four years, right? And they need that capital to do that with a crate, build out their project, whatever that may be. And what they've done is they feel that the price of Ethereum was going to appreciate so they thought they would hold on to make some extra money. But what's happened is the opposite for many projects is the fact that they've held on and the market has basically taken a bit of a downturn. And now they don't have their $20 million that they initially needed. So they're panic selling and then they end up with 10 or $5 million out of the 20 that they need. And well, the question is, what do they do now? They were in uh, a bit of a sticky situation. Anyway, um, Ripple's currently trading at 25 cents. That's down 12.5% in the last 24 hours. We have Bitcoin Cash currently trading at $485. That's down 13%. Uh, Stellar, that's currently trading at 21 cents. That's down 8.5%. EOS currently trading at $4.34. That's down 12%. Um, Tether currently trading at $1, which is a good sign. And that's down, um, well, that's kind of trading even price at the minute. And Litecoin, of course, trying to trade at $51, and that's down 10% for the 24-hour period. I mean, I just want to really point out quickly as well that NEO is currently trading at $14, and that's down 17.5%. I remember a couple of months back when NEO was trading at a high of 120 to, I think it went up to like $150 at one stage. I mean, that's a huge depreciation in value. Anyway, let's get on to the next part of the show. Something I think is worth um, talking about in the show today is the Bitmain IPO. There's been a lot, of, a lot of different conversations had within the crypto sphere and the community in general. If you haven't heard already, Bitmain, the world's uh, first consumer-grade um, ASIC miner, and also the world's most powerful, efficient Bitcoin miner that controls nearly the whole Bitcoin network, um, are, are looking to have an IPO. The initial sticker price for this is going to be $18 billion raise, given the company valuation between $40 to $50 billion. They're looking to have the first, I believe, first round of funding for this in September. But why this is causing so much what this is causing a lot of stir in the community is because Bitmain have a massive presence, as you can probably tell the valuation of the community. But the most important bit is that 
when they announced that they were going to do this, they had to publish the initial uh, investor deck. And within this deck, it talks about their holdings and how much Bitcoin they hold, how much Bitcoin cash, how much Ethereum, how much Litecoin. And it really gives the breakdown of everything. But what really came to fruition was the fact that Bitmain had been selling a huge amount of the Bitcoin they have received for mining for Bitcoin cash. And that was, I think a lot of people were quite frustrated by that. And I think a lot of people thought that it was a really bad move. I think they own 6% of the entire Bitcoin Cash network or circulating supply. 6%. That's a huge figure. And I believe Bitcoin Cash, is, since, they've, since they've been buying it, has, has, has pretty much they've, they've lost hundreds of million dollars on the trade itself, as everyone else has in this current market conditions. But I also think that um, people in the community are really against this not only the fact they're looking to have an ipo and raise all this capital and there isn't really a clear reason why they're doing it they're looking to build everything out i mean the company in the first quarter of this year made a billion dollars in profit so it's kind of it's kind of a little bit murky why they're actually looking to have an ipo in the first place but that's beside the point the point is they had a massive holding and they still do in bitcoin cash they hold over a million bitcoin cash tokens or coins however you want to phrase the term and I, I, what I'm going to do is I'm going to read out some of the people in the industry and what they've been saying about this. So Samson Mao, who's um, a massive developer in the industry, basically came out on Twitter saying, according to Bitmain pre-IPO Investor Deck, they sold most of their Bitcoin for Bitcoin Cash and $900 per Bitcoin Cash. They've bled half a billion in the last three months. If Bitcoin Core devs didn't disclose the Bitcoin Cash vulnerability, it could have wiped a billion dollars off their balance sheets. Um, I mean, the Bitmain IPO, this is another thing you said, is incredibly risky for any investor to buy into. The potential for massive losses are just around the corner as they have no idea how to maintain Bitcoin cash, but are all in play stupid games, win stupid prices. So, I mean, like the other fact is it was 6% of the entire Bitcoin cash network. If they were to sell a large proportion of that, they would pretty much crash, bit, pr crash the price of Bitcoin cash, which is another another big thing. And I, I think for the entire community, it's quite, it's quite worrying for a lot of people. Um, I mean, on the other hand, while Bitmain officials, including CEO Jihan Wu, remain tight-lipped about the so-called disclosure to Q2's less flattering performance and even alleged secret altcoin mining, commentators appear to agree that basically a cryptocurrency bull market would likely smooth over the cash flow problems they're facing. Specifically, um, the Bitmain IPO until they have favorably, or they're basically holding the IPO back until they have favorable market conditions, which means there's probably a bull market coming in the lead up to the actual IPO date. I mean, that's what they're really hoping for. But a lot of people, um, such as VJ, who's a software engineer, were less optimistic, and this is what he said. However, once public shareholders will want to know why Bitman is continuing to divert profits to propping up a failed currency and how they intend to liquidate their massive position in Bitcoin Cash. I think something that Bitman didn't really account upon is the fact that, let's, let's say the, the current market cap for the entire crypto space is $200 billion. They're looking to raise between 40 to 50. Let's call it 50. That's a quarter, 25% of the entire market cap. Like, that's huge. I don't think people realized how much control Bitmain had over the entire Bitcoin network because they control, they, they created the ASIC mining, which is pretty much the most popular mining um, machine out there. And they also are the, one of the biggest miners for Bitcoin. They pretty much control the network as well. And I think a lot of people were, were shocked to find out 
how much control they had over the entire quote-unquote decentralized network of Bitcoin because if you have a monopoly, that isn't true decentralization. I think that was the realization of a lot of different people out there. Another news, um, we had also Jamaica. The Jamaican Stock Exchange has just announced it's going to trade crypto assets. So the Jamaica Stock Exchange, the JSE, will soon be offering cryptocurrencies as a tradable asset for clients. The company said Tuesday that it had signed a memorandum of understanding, an MOU, with blockchain startup Blockstation for the creation of a new digital assets trading platform, while it is not clear which tokens will be initially listed. The platform is set to go live by the end of play this year. In an interview, JSE Managing Director Marlene Streetforst um, said that the offering of cryptocurrencies as investment products fits in with equities, bonds, and other investment products that the exchange already offers. Um, Blockstation is, or, is also providing the technology, she explained. While the JSC's infrastructure will be networked to the new platform, allowing qualified investors to conduct purchases of trades. Aside from listing cryptocurrencies for trade, uh, Street Forrester said that the stock exchange will continue to look at how blockchain technology can benefit the platform and its clients, going so far as to indicate that the JSC plans may include issuing its own cryptocurrency at some time in the future. The environment changes, the entire ecosystem changes. So at the point in time that might be the case, at this point in time, um, it's not a discussion, she said. Blockstation co-founder and chief enterprise architect Jay Waterman told media sources that the startup has been working with the JSC for roughly six months in order to develop a custom version of its platform for the exchange. Specific requests from the JSC have included tools to track market manipulation and other regulatory needs, he noted. I mean, this is great. This is great adoption. This is great that a small exchange in the world has has embraced blockchain technology and also embraced um, the ability for their clients to have access to crypto assets or digital assets, was they're commonly called in the institutional papers. But, um, you know, that's, that's great. But, you know, the JSC, the Jamaican Stock Exchange, is not going to change the game. It's just the start. What we really need is the London Stock Exchange to incorporate this and offer the same services. And how are we going to get there? Well, we get there by having case studies of it working. So the JSC, hopefully, if done right, will be a great case study of the benefits of not only incorporating blockchain technology, but also offering digital assets to your clients and how popular that will be. So hopefully this works out well for everyone and the entire ecosystem. Another big story that we picked up today was that KPMG blockchain has basically said blockchain funding in US this year has already surpassed 2017's total. So investment in the blockchain industry is booming in the US, according to the big four auditing firm KPMG. Published Tuesday, the company's Pulse of Fintech 2018 report states that traditional venture capital investments in the US-based blockchain companies in the first half of this year have already exceeded the 2017 total. Um, the impressive half-year figures are already led by 100 million plus funding rounds achieved by consortium startup R3 and crypto investment startup Circle, Internet Finance. Um, the report adds, according to media sources, Bitcoin Venture Capital Tracker, uh, Circle raised 110 million this year in a Series E round, while R3 raised 107 million. Um, KPMG's US financial services digital and fintech lead um, Safwan Zahir said in a report that there's more VC flow available 
than opportunities to invest, a sign of tremendous growth in the space. He added, in particular, investments in blockchain doubled the first half of 2018 compared to 2017. Blockchain has the potential to transform banking and banking systems were basically to be rewritten today. Um, they would be based on blockchain, which is a huge thing to say. The spike in blockchain investment um, can this year attribute to the report that various factors, including the widespread applications of blockchain to help harness efficiencies within financial institutions. The report also states blockchain capabilities extend from record keeping and the registration of transactions to documentation management and supply chain management. While it has primarily been looked at from a banking and insurance point of view to date, the reality is blockchain opportunities abound and could harness processes for any number of US and global businesses. It's great to hear that someone as a firm big as this KPMG is publicly saying this. I think it's great that they've noted the amount of spending, the amount of money circulating, and the possibilities as well, which is the most positive side of the report. But anyway, listen, I got to bounce. I got to wrap. Thank you so much for your time, your attention. And remember, as always, to check us out on our other channels YouTube. We're dropping daily content. Uh, gone in 60 seconds is something myself and our content king, king Marco deliver on Monday to Friday. We give basically market updates and we try and fit it in because we know everyone's super busy into 60 seconds. Definitely check it out. And you can check that out at www.youtube.com forward slash SVK crypto. And if you haven't already, join our telegram at SVK space crowd. And hit us up on Twitter at SVK underscore crypto. That's a wrap. I got to bounce. Have a phenomenal evening, morning, afternoon, wherever you are in the world. We appreciate your time. Thank you. You've been listening to an SVK crypto podcast original. Follow us on Twitter at SVK underscore crypto. Email us on cstory at svkcrypto.com. Leave us a message on our website, www.svkcrypto.com.